today I'm recording an episode live from Winter Park, Florida. Just came here from Los Angeles where I was the past 10 days. It's been so nice and the weather's amazing. Then I'm heading back to London. I think I'm going to be staying in London for a while, but I've been loving the sunny weather. The last moments of summer, really. I can't believe summer is over. It just literally flew by so fast. But I also feel like it's been long as well. It's a mix. It's a mixture of both. But I am so excited for fall. I am that basic white girl that thrives during fall and pumpkin spice everything and candles all over the house. Taylor Swift blasting. I'm just excited. I've been super excited about fall fits specifically because they're way better than winter fits. Winter fits, they're all about the coat. But during fall, you can really style an outfit and it's all about cute sweaters, shirts, boots. My favorite season for sure. And I feel like before this year, I was never really a fashion girly. I was just wear whatever. But I've been really into fashion lately and I get all my inspiration from Pinterest. I mean, I say that and then I just dress like Adam Sandler every single day with just an oversized shirt and pants. So we shall see. There's been so many updates, you guys, since the last episode. First off, I just want to start off by saying a huge thank you. The response I have gotten from you guys from the last two episodes is unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. I am just so beyond grateful that you've given me this platform and I can talk about things that I'm passionate about. Just the response and the feedback and the comments have been so overwhelmingly incredible. I just want to thank you guys. It's been absolutely amazing. I've also been reading all of your guys' DMs about what you want me to talk about in the next episode, which I'm definitely going to do. I've been loving your guys' messages and just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It's been amazing and I cannot wait to record more episodes for you guys. Today's episode I feel like is the most requested topic and it's relationships and relationships have always been so fascinating to me and I've briefly spoken about them on my TikTok but I feel like there's so much to discuss from red flags to breakups and makeups and they can get really complicated. I'm now married. Honestly, you guys never would have thought I would be married by 25. I would have laughed at your face if you told me that like five years ago but I do feel like I can give you some good tips. Even though I'm married, that doesn't mean I have relationships all figured out. I feel like relationships are so complicated. You're always learning and evolving. Of course, I'm not like a therapist. My advice is just my advice. Not always going to be good and wise. And I feel like for me, when it came to dating, figuring out what I don't want in a relationship and in a man really helped me find what I do want. So this could be like counterintuitive, but it has helped me identifying some of the things that I would just be like, okay, I'm out. I'm not staying for this. And I am like that in relationships. If I see something I don't like, I'm not one to stick around. I will be like, I'm out of here. I'm not wasting my time on someone who I don't feel like I can see a future with. And back when I was dating, I was picking. I wasn't going to waste my time on someone that isn't worth it. If you don't treat me right, if you don't treat me like I want to be treated, I'm not wasting my time. Like my number one rule is I would literally not give a guy the time of day if they didn't show effort. Because effort to me is the sexiest thing ever. Show me you're interested. And when a guy likes you, I feel like there's a sense of urgency about you. They will try and see you. They'll try and meet up with you and make plans with you. And if I don't get that from you, I'm out. I would lose interest really fast. 
fast in a guy if they didn't show effort and consistency. One thing I've learned about men is that they don't really play games. If you feel like they don't care, they probably don't. Of course, there's exceptions to the rule. There's a lot of men that are toxic, but just from my experience, if I don't see strong effort, I'm just losing all interest. And of course, there needs to be like healthy boundaries, someone who has their own shit going on. It doesn't depend on my plans and what I'm doing is so important. I feel like men who are driven is very, very important. Men who have their own stuff going on and they are busy with work, but they also want to see you and they also make time for you. You don't find time, you make time. That's very important in relationships. Having a good balance. I would never clear my schedule for a guy ever. If I said I'm going to the gym at 7 p.m. and you asked me to go to dinner at 7 p.m., I'm not changing my schedule for you. I'm still going to the gym. I'm still following through with what I planned. It's the exact same thing when it comes to friendships. If I said I'm doing a girl's night out and you asked me to hang out, I wouldn't change my plans for you. I would still follow through with my plans, go out with my girls. Because I do think spending time with friends and also by myself is important. Even now that I'm married, there's nights where all I want to do is spend time with myself and watch my favorite shows, do a face mask, FaceTime my mom, just do like girly things and that's totally okay and your partner should respect that. They can do their own thing and go out with their guy friends and do a night out. I think it's all about balance. Having stuff going on outside the relationship. If you love to exercise, keep doing that. If you love to paint or have hobbies, keep doing those. Fill your free time with stuff that is for you that doesn't involve them because it's easy to get caught up in a relationship where you become super dependent on your other half. Do you forget your own identity, who you are as a person, what makes you special? Don't be scared that the guy might lose interest if you keep doing your things. If you say, no, actually, I planned to go to the gym or I planned to do a night out because that shows that you have your priorities straight. You're your own person. You're not going to drop everything for them. This way you have really good balance in a relationship. And another sign that you're in a good and healthy relationship is that you push each other to become better. You look up to your partner and you just want to become better at what you do, whether it's making more money or being more successful, working out more, being in the best shape of your life because of them. Two individuals that really push each other to work really hard. Also someone who makes you feel like yourself because you don't necessarily fall in love with how people treat you. And I've spoken about this before, but you do fall in love with how people make you feel. And I have been in relationships where I wouldn't be myself. The way I spoke and acted and texted, it wasn't me. Now that I'm with my person, I can finally be myself and I feel 100% myself and that's how I know I'm in the correct relationship. When you're in those relationships, I know it is hard to let go and it's hard to cut them off, but the faster you cut someone off, the closer you will be to finding your person. Rejection is redirection. When someone shows you how they feel, believe them. Believe those signs. If they don't text you back, that is a sign. You absolutely do not deserve that. You will find someone who will respect you and love you for who you are and cherish you and celebrate you, bring you up when other people bring you down. I've heard a lot of my friends say this and on the internet, like all men are trash, men aren't worth it, but it's not all men. It's who you choose. If you go for the fuck boy, of course they're going to be trash. I know sometimes they're charming and they know the exact things to say to make you feel amazing, but you have to trust your gut. It's the quality of men that you choose that can either be trash or can either be amazing. And I feel like that was one of the main reasons why I was always attracted towards 
like the nerdy, low-key, quiet guys because why would I go for the loud, obnoxious that almost felt like a recipe for disaster for me? I feel like the older you get, you really don't care to text the player, hey, I've had a great time, but this isn't really working out for me at the moment. I'm looking for something different. Have a great time. See you later. Goodbye. But honestly, you will not regret that and it will save you a heartbreak. Another thing I've heard my friends talk about a lot is, oh, we've had so much history together. We've been together for this amount of years. But no, if they're not treating you with respect, treating you the way you deserve to be treated, I don't care how long you've been together, you let that person go and you'll try again and you'll try again and you'll go on dates and that's okay and that's part of life. And I wanted to give you guys my top 10 tips for a really healthy relationship in my opinion. The number one being self-awareness. You need to know who you are and what you want and what you have to offer. And Tinks has spoken about this on her podcast as well. But when you go out on a date, you shouldn't think, is this person going to like me? But am I going to like them? Do they fit in my life? Know that you are the prize. It's not the other way around. Another really important component of a really healthy relationship is freedom. Freedom on both sides. To have a partnership, not an ownership. For me, it's important to have my own self-care nights at home where I light my candles and do my face masks, take a bath, take it really slow. And maybe that translates to my husband doing a boys' night out or go to someone's house and cook and watch sports. Whatever it looks like for your relationship. And with that also comes trust. You need to trust your partner because there is no future without trust. And if your trust has been broken in the past, I know that can be really, really tough, but you need to work on that and you need to work on your confidence. And confidence is all about self-trust, trusting the decisions that you make, honoring what you offer, confidence, and also owning yourself, knowing that no one is going to make you happy. A relationship, a boyfriend, a husband is not going to make you happy. You need to be happy on your own and then your partner is just the cherry on top, but no one is going to make you happy other than yourself. Your happiness can be found inside you, inside your heart, and with work like meditation and journaling and working out, looking in the mirror and loving yourself and saying your affirmations and believing them, that's how you become happy, not through your other half. A relationship should be two happies coming together and loving each other. He is responsible for his emotional state and you're responsible for your emotional state. You bring that happiness together without having super high expectations because also expectations kill relationships in my opinion and in my experience so letting go of those expectations and just living the now experience the relationship for what it has to offer at the moment and of course raising your standards your standards have nothing to do with expectations you having those standards vital to weed out all the people that shouldn't be in your life if you ask me to go on a date and if you haven't confirmed with me the day of the date i am making other plans because i respect myself too much and i know my standards and i know what I deserve so I won't stand someone treating me like that. Also not expecting your partner to be everything for you. Being independent is beyond important in relationships and I believe in all aspects whether it's financially, having good friends around, just not depending on who you're with ever. But more so having someone that's going to push you to do better, follow your dreams and your passions. Is when I met my husband I was not who I am today. I was lost and he really helped me you know find myself and do what I want to do and pushed me and motivated me to be the best version of myself and actually follow my dreams. So I do believe that the person you choose to spend the rest of your life with or years with, you have to share the same core values. And of course, you're going to have different opinions on things. I feel like if your heart is the same, if you have the same deep-rooted core values, then everything else is fine if you disagree on. And it's interesting and you can have amazing, insightful conversations and teach each other, change each other's minds on things. And you're going to know that at the end of the day, you're going to be on the same page intimately, mentally, 
physically, spiritually. And now that I mentioned intimate part, I do feel like it's important in a relationship to find someone who you really vibe with, someone who you're not afraid to explore and do the things you always wanted to try out. Because honestly, there's nothing like sex while you're in a relationship because you really know each other. You know how to please each other. You know how to pleasure each other the best way. And having someone that you're not afraid to try things out, be as kinky as you'd like, is very important in my opinion. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is power. Show your partner who you really are. Masks should come off. You shouldn't be afraid to express yourself. And if you're in a situation where you do feel like that and you do feel like you are not able to do that. And I've been in relationships like that where I felt like I couldn't be myself. I couldn't say what I really felt. I wasn't comfortable to try things out with them or speak my mind. That is not your person. And as much as you want to convince yourself and as much as you want to romanticize your past, because that's one thing people do, it's easy to romanticize your past because it belongs in the past and you're not suffering. The way the brain works is it keeps the good stuff and you tend to not forget, but not remember as clearly as you did at that time. The bad things that happen in a relationship, we tend to look back and romanticize past relationships, but that's not true. The reality is that person in your past is in your past for a reason and they were not the right person for you. We tend to forget the hurtful things because that's how the brain works in order for us to continue being alive and not being in, in a heartbreak every day. You need to remind yourself those things, especially when you get that text at 12 a.m. You have to know yourself, know your standards and know that they belong in your past for a reason. Forget the data link. It's all about the future. Your dream person, trust me, from experience will not be in your past. And with that being said, I feel like the most asked question I've ever received other than to talk about relationships is how I met my now husband. I freaking love saying the word husband. I'm introducing him to people. Oh, this is my husband. Can my husband sit here? I love saying that. I wasn't that fond of the word fiance. I don't know why. I can't explain it. It feels weird, but the word husband feels right for me. But we met about five years ago, I guess. We met on Instagram. I never thought I'd meet my husband on Instagram. It'd be a fun story to tell my kids. <laughs> but he slid into my DMs, you guys. He slid into the DMs. I remember I saw it like a week later and I didn't even respond. His profile was private, but we did have quite a lot of mutual friends in London. I don't think I would ever respond to someone if I didn't have any mutual friends just because I need to know that, you know, it's safe. So like a week goes by after that DM. At the moment, I was just having fun being single, seeing people and going on dates and I didn't care that much about my phone. So a week later, I remember I was just feeling kind of down. I was looking at my DMs and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to answer to this guy. We have mutual friends. So I responded to him and like after a couple of texts, he was like, okay, meet me there. 8 p.m. Let's do this. And I love that. I'm not the type of person that would text someone for a long period of time on my phone. I'm not a big texter. I'm not a big caller. So he asked me out to dinner and I said yes. And that was it. I remember calling my best friend Jennifer to this day. She's like, I remember you called me before that date and you're like, I'm going on a date with this guy. I don't know how it's going to go. I remember going on that date and I was 10 minutes late and I walked into the restaurant. He was waiting for me at the bar. I had stalked his Instagram before, but you know, guys, they choose the worst photos to post. And he looked cute online, but just like whatever, just like cute. And I was happy to go out with him. But then I went on that date and I saw him at the bar. I just had the craziest butterflies in my tummy, you guys. He just looked at me. I was like, oh my God, this guy is so good looking. And then we sat down and we just started talking and talking and talking. And like three hours went by and we literally didn't even eat our food. We just talked for so long. It was the best date ever. He dropped me off at the house like a gentleman and he immediately texted that night and arranged our second date. And I feel like 
like that's important. Some of the signs to look for after that first date is you want someone that will text you either the same night or the following morning to say what a great time he had and try and make plans with you. And that shows that they care and that they're interested. And we definitely clicked immediately. From that point onwards, we started seeing each other regularly. He made it clear he wanted to be with me. He was like, yep, you're my girlfriend now. That's it. He started introducing me to his friends as his girlfriend. I feel like that's a sign you need to look for in a guy as well. Someone who is proud to be with you and is proud to show you off and introduce you to his friends. Because it is awkward having those like, what are we conversations that I would never ever have. Also, another component that I feel like was really good for my relationship is not rushing anything. I was young when we met. I was like 20 years old. So for me, it was just all about having fun and just being in the moment, vibing with your person and not rushing into moving in together and taking the next steps. And now we're married, which is absolutely crazy to me. We got married in Malibu on the 25th of August and Malibu is a very special place in our heart, especially Nobu Malibu. We go there for every big celebration, whether it's an anniversary or a birthday. And my mom decided to fly in and she literally flew in for 24 hours and she traveled for 24 hours to be here, which meant the absolute world to me. And I'll never forget that. And it was a very intimate celebration with just family. And then next year we have our big big wedding in Italy. We let things happen very organically and moving in together was very organically and then we looked for a house together and you know everything kind of happened very very smoothly. Even us prior to getting engaged we maybe spoke about getting engaged like a couple times but it wasn't one of those things that I like needed to happen. I let it happen. It was after three and a half years of dating. There's no point in rushing things especially if you think you found the one. He'll be the one forever so So my advice is let things flow the way they're supposed to flow. Let the universe do its thing. And I know sometimes that can be a hard pill to swallow to take things kind of slowly and not rush things because we often compare ourselves to our friends, the relationships we see around us because all your friends are getting married. All your friends are in relationships. You're like, why not me? Like what's wrong with me? But the truth is nothing is wrong with you. So don't get caught up in all this. I saw this pattern later on in my life, even when I was like a little bit older when there were times where I didn't have someone all my friends did don't compare yourself to your friends the universe is bringing your friends relationships into your awareness and space to show you what is available for you what can happen to you and even better you see your friends in happy and successful relationships be happy for them be happy for them in your bones and know that your guy is coming try not dwell in the past your past mistakes because we're all human we've all made mistakes in our relationship looking back at my relationships when I was younger cringe but if you're not cringing you are not growing and even when you find the one you're still going to make mistakes it's all about identifying those mistakes and knowing that you need to work on yourself every day i work on myself every day on how to be a better partner for my husband and he does the same it's about having really good communication feeling comfortable to communicate with your partner and explain to them what you want to work on what you think they should work on and i also wanted to talk about breakups during this episode but i feel like i should dedicate a whole podcast on breakups and create like a little breakup guide for you guys because I have many many tips so let me know if you would want to see that. I feel like I should dedicate way more than one episode on relationships because relationships are very fascinating and there's so much to talk about that of course cannot be covered all in one episode. If I can leave you with some piece of advice is quit early and often and never allow anyone to shame you for doing so. This applies in everything in life and I feel like it applies to dating as well. If you're with someone that you don't 
don't feel is the one in your soul don't be afraid to let them go go where you're loved and stay where it's consistent not just at the start of the relationship because it's very easy for someone to love bomb you and you know this is a whole topic on itself and promise you the world at the beginning of the relationship and then they change you need to find someone who loves you and stays obsessed with you not just in the beginning and i feel like that is a very important consistency you guys when they show you who they are you need to believe them because we've all done that whether it's in friendships or relationships we tend to romanticize the other person and we tend to picture them of what we want them to be the ideal partner or the best girlfriend or boyfriend but when they show you who they are you need to believe them and that is often through actions not through their words that is another tip i have for you guys i swear i can do this every single week believe only what they do not what they say because it's very easy for someone to identify what you want to hear a lot of men do that and they tell you what you want to hear but when it comes to their actions they're lacking so i tend to weed out everything they say and just look at their actions especially when it comes to apologies because the best apologies changed behavior i feel like i've covered so many topics during this episode i want to do a q a as well when it comes to relationships and kind of give you advice because i do get a lot of dms about relationship advice and i try to respond to as many as i can that was really really fun to film i again do not have everything figured out and i'm not a relationship expert relationships are extremely difficult to fully comprehend and understand and they're very very different couple to couple but i just wanted to tell you the story of how i met my husband i get a lot of questions about it and i want to explain to you how it happened and also give you a little bit of an insight on my view on relationships hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i will see you again next week i love you